Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. He says, and I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll. The book of Revelation can be intimidating, but God has a very clear and relevant message for any of us who are willing to hear it. God has given us a vivid picture of the end. In today's message, Pastor Robert will explain to us the often feared and misunderstood passage concerning the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Well, let's join Pastor Robert in the book of Revelation chapter five with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Today we're going to be introduced to the famous four horsemen of the apocalypse as we get into chapter six briefly. But um, before we do that, we're going to see a a scroll that's been sealed. You know, I told you as we read through chapter four, we saw the apostle John in, in the vision. He was called to go up and enter through the open door into heaven. And as he stands, we get into chapter five, he says, and I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne, a scroll written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. Now there's all kinds of speculation about the scroll. What's the scroll? What was written in the scroll? You know, what are the contents? What is this scroll? about is it the scriptures some have suggested maybe it might be the old testament scriptures some of us suggested it might be old testament and new testament may just be the bible some have said no it's the title deed to planet earth you know it was sealed up and nobody was worthy to open it up others have said no it's probably god's plan for the universe that's now finally going to be affected it's going to come to fruition and be opened up or maybe Maybe it's the book of life that we read about from time to time. The bottom line is we're not told 
for sure what it is. But we are given some interesting details. I want to share several of them with you. The first is that it's thoroughly sealed. We know that much about it. It's all sealed up. He says seven seals. So it's completely sealed. The second thing is that God, the Father, is holding it firmly in his own right hand. God has a firm grasp on this scroll. The third is that it was somewhat unusual. It was double-sided. It had writing on both sides. You know, that wasn't the norm with a scroll. Normally, there was only writing on one side. This one, he says, on the inside and on the back, it had writing. The fourth, not one creature in all of God's creation was worthy to even look at it. Not one creature in heaven or anywhere in the creation of God was worthy to take this scroll out of the hand of the Father. Now that certainly implies that the scroll is uniquely important, uniquely valuable and significant in the eyes of God. And John was weeping because there was nobody to take the scroll. There was nobody to open it. There was nobody who was worthy to look at it until one of the elders comforts him. One of these 24 elders comforts him and says to him, do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. Now these are two references to the Jewish Messiah. The lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David. If you want to study it a little bit further, if you want to look into it, Genesis chapter 49 verses 9 and 10. Isaiah 31 verse 4. Hosea chapter 11 verse 10. And Isaiah, again, chapter 11 verse 10 of Isaiah. These refer back to those titles or descriptions, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, the Messiah, the Christ has prevailed to open the scroll, to loose its seven seals. But then when John looks expecting to see the lion of the tribe of Judah, he sees a lamb. Chapter 5, verse 6. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as though it had been slain. And we don't know what that means exactly, but this lamb looked like it had been killed, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him, who sat on the throne. Now, in Revelation chapter 13, verse 8, we're told this, all who dwell on the earth will worship him, talking about the Antichrist at this point, whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Again, further identification of the Lord Jesus, the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. And I think it may give us, again, a possibility for the contents of this scroll that only the Lamb is worthy to take and open and loose the seals from. 
all who dwell on the earth at some point are going to worship the anti-Christ, he says. Those whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. But this Lamb, as we see him back in chapter 5, has seven horns. What are the horns about? All through the Bible, when you see the idea of a, of a horn is the idea of authority and power and strength. And the number seven, we've talked about it, it's the idea of completeness. Consistently through Scripture, the idea of being complete, being full. Sometimes it means perfection. Usually it just means fullness and, and completeness. The lamb with seven horns and with seven eyes, which he tells us. This is a reference to the seven spirits of God. And as we've looked at that over the last several weeks, we've talked about that it's not like seven separate and distinct spirits of God. There's one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But again, it's like the fullness of His Spirit. And if you contemplate that, if you think about that just a little bit and what's being communicated in the Scripture, you know, we have, all in all, we probably have about 600 people who call this their church home. Now, I'll be just brutally honest with you. I don't know how many of the 600 and something actually know Jesus because I've followed him long enough to come to the conclusion that he knew what he was talking about when he said on judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, I did this in your name, did that in your name. And I will say to them, yeah, but I never knew you. Depart from me, workers of iniquity. So I never assume that everyone who calls Calvary Chapel Miami Beach home actually loves Jesus and follows him. Because I don't know, right? I, don't, I can't possibly know your heart like he does. But let's just say for the sake of argument that one quarter, and there's a biblical reason for me choosing that number, but let's say 25% of the 600, that would be 150 people, each of whom has been made alive by the Spirit of God. He lives within them. The Spirit of God is resident in those 150 people. Everybody with me? So he's giving them life. He's living within them. The Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 2, he's building us together. All Christians throughout history are being built together into one dwelling place for the Spirit of God. We're so glad you joined us today for Pastor Robert's teaching in the book of Revelation. We hope you've been encouraged by what you heard. If you'd like to listen again to today's message or find more from this study through the final book of the Bible, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Podcast. If you'd like to receive each new edition of Main Thing Radio as soon as it's made available, be sure to subscribe while you're there. This program is a ministry of Pastor Robert Fountain and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. If you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County, we'd love to meet you. Come by Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services and join us especially Sunday evenings at 7.30 as we dive into the treasures of the Old Testament. You'll find out more about the church at MainThingRadio.com or give us a call. Our phone number is 305-531-2730. When you call, let us know how we can be praying for you. We believe strongly in the power of prayer and we want you to know that we are often lifting our listeners up to the Lord. 
Would you do the same for us? Main Thing Radio is in existence due to God's provision and prodding, and we want to make sure we remain focused on Him as we bring His Word to you. Thanks for praying for us, and thanks for listening today. Pastor Robert will return soon for another edition of Main Thing Radio.